Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live.
morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. It's thankful Thursday. Hallelujah. This is Morning Glory. I'm Apostle Darlene, and I'm grateful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a grateful day. Hallelujah. Psalms 84 and 2 says, My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Hallelujah. I know a lot of people are grateful for this and that and that and this, but I'm grateful for the relationship, hallelujah, that we have, glory to God, uh, individually and collectively and corporately with the Most High God. Nothing compares to that. Hallelujah. I know some people are grateful because they have on Facebook, my husband bought me, you know, uh, some red bottom shoes and <laughs> uh, my son bought me a blah, blah, blah. Hallelujah. And that's nice. And you should be grateful when people buy you something. But my, 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 is that the only thing or is that the most important thing? Hallelujah. That you're grateful about because we've all had some shoes. Come on now and have shoes. Glory to God. And, and we have bracelets and, and all that. And, and, you know, we can't even find some of them. Some of them we've given away. Glory to God. But unfortunately, in our culture and, and especially in this Western church, glory to God, of uh, things, hallelujah, uh, they equate to how important we are. Mm. Help us, Holy Ghost. And I think the worst one is when people start putting up, you know, uh, showing you the food that they made. And I have a daughter that's guilty of that, too. She's on Instagram on a regular. And even when she was still at home living uh, with me in uh, South Orange, New Jersey, Holly, she knows how to cook. And, and she, you know, likes making, you know, uh, different dishes. And she's putting them, in, you know, on uh, Facebook and this place and that. And, and I don't get that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. I mean, have we become such a gluttonous society that, you know, that's the business, you know, the best we can do? Hallelujah. I'd rather see somebody talking about, you know, how their their children have, uh, uh, you know, uh, recovered from something. Come on now. Uh, were once bound, but now they're free. Here's a picture of my son, so-and-so. Look at him now. You know, I understand those kinds of things because those things are eternal. We're talking about some uh, things that's going to last forever. And I'm not saying don't put up a picture of something. Listen to my heart. What I'm saying is, is that your your goal, you know? Uh, the Bible says where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. Hallelujah. And my son, you know, sometimes you buy things. Um, I'm talking about my oldest son, glory to God. And I would, he would say, well, I don't think that you love me. I'm like, well, I'm spending all my money, hallelujah, so that you can have a place to live. Well, I don't see how that makes a difference. Uh I'm like, boy, read the word, glory to God, and just even look. The Bible says you can tell where your heart is, where your treasure is, whatever you're spending your money doing, that's what matters to you. And so for all your money, hallelujah, you squandering it so that you can, you know, get a, you know, a better outfit so that you can look better, look better than Sister So-and-so, hallelujah, Sister Susie Q, when you get to church because you're tired of her, come on, because they're there, you know that, parading around the church. Let them get something new. They're always jumping up every time the pastor says something. Hallelujah. Amen. You ain't been jumping up when you had that other outfit. Come on now. How, now we can't see past you because you got this new hat. Come on now. Nobody on your whole uh, sitting behind you and the whole row can see now. Ah. And so what are you saying, Apostle? I'm grateful for some more things. Now, when I was young, I probably felt the same way. But the Bible says that when I was a child, I thought as a child, come on now. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And so we can tell how we're maturing by what matters to us. What are we spending our money on? You know, are we trying to help the kingdom? Are we trying to always help us? Glory to God. 
Absolutely, you should take care of yourself. But my, 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 uh, you can't never help somebody else, glory to God. And this is not for apostles, so, you know, don't get it twisted. I'm talking about period, point blank. Uh, people that, you know, uh, when they, even when they pray, I had to stop people from praying because it wasn't their fault. They were immature because they got on the line and they were praying for themselves. How do you get on the line with almost uh, 60, 70 people many times on the line, especially on Thankful Thursday, and you start praying for you? How about the rest of us? Should we just sit in and listen to what you do in your prayer closet. This is not your prayer closet. This is a line that's corporate. But that shows me their heart. Not even so much that they're selfish, but they're immature because they're still just thinking about themselves, just like our two-year-olds. Come on now. Me, 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 my, my, my. Look what I did. Look what I'm doing. Hallelujah. And it's bad enough when they're two, but when you see them being 22 and it's still all about them, uh, there's a problem, glory to God. Hallelujah. Sometimes we got time to say, listen, baby, take that bottle out your mouth. Even my youngest, hallelujah, we're very close. And he is a mama's boy. He'll tell anybody, yep, I'm a mama's boy. Uh, but I'm having to, you know, wean him from some things. Like, listen. It's time for you to, you know, stand up on your own little two feet. They're kind of big, too. Hallelujah. Uh, because I don't want him to always be, you know, in that place that he is now. You, If you love somebody, you have to correct them. You have to teach them uh, so they can, you know, learn. Because uh, there's nothing worse. Ah, glory to God. I know I'm going to get a lot of amens. I won't be able to hear them because we're muted. But uh, some of these men that we married, they were looking like men, weren't they? Hallelujah. Had the broad shoulders and the muscles and all that. Mm-hmm. But hallelujah, you married them, and you found out these are little boys, glory to God. Let me get them some choo-choo trains or some other stuff, because they're not ready. Hallelujah. Responsibility-wise and a whole lot of other things. Hallelujah. Still with a lot of hurts, and, and that's okay because our men, children, are hurt just like our women, children. But it just seems like, I'm not making a generalization, but in my opinion, it seems like uh, many of our um uh, women, uh, female children, glory to God, uh, they are taking responsibility and growing and, and being a little stronger sometimes, even though it looks like uh, in the natural it's the opposite uh, because our men, sometimes they're not saying anything, so we think that, you know, uh, they're the uh, small, the cool, uh, silent type. It's not bad. Sometimes they just don't even have an answer. Hallelujah. They don't know what to say, whereas with us, hmm, we're going to express ourselves. <laughs> To the point, like, all right, it's enough. Too much expression. <laughs> Glory to God. But at least you know what we're thinking. Many times we don't even know what our men, children are thinking. And uh, sometimes they know that they don't know the answer. At least they have enough sense to be quiet. Hallelujah. But what are you saying, Apostle? That there's so many things for us to be grateful for this morning. And a lot of times we're still looking at the things that used to, hallelujah, uh, make us feel good about ourselves, you know, when we were young. Those things that tickled our our flesh, hallelujah. But as we're hallelujah maturing in Christ Jesus, we're finding out that hallelujah. And you'll know, especially those of us that have gotten older, hallelujah, when you're able to get in your little car or get in someone else's car and ride by and, and see a beautiful uh, sunset, come on now, or, or even just a beautiful um, uh, sunrise, hallelujah, or smell some uh, uh, beautiful flowers as you're riding, hmm, that's a good smell. And the people with you, they don't even notice because they're so busy, you know, thinking about what they didn't get or what they don't have, hallelujah. 
You drop some people off, you know, at their house, and, you know, they're like, I don't even want to be here. And there's so many people wish they had a house, glory to God. I'm not saying everything behind the door is a wonderful, been there, know that. There's times I didn't want to be where I was living either, especially when my husband was still there. But the point of the matter is, you know, I should have been grateful more that I had a place. Come on now. Hallelujah. But some of us, we're still just, you know, caught up in the things that don't matter. Listen, that house that I didn't want to live with him him in, hallelujah, he's gone. Thank you, God. I'm gone, too, now from that house. But what are you saying? I'm saying that seasons change. Hallelujah. And as long as there's life, that there's hope, and it can get better, and it will get better if you just hold on. Some of those things that had us, you know, boo-hoo crying, glory to God, last year this time, they don't bothering us this year. No, they're not. Some of the circumstances have changed, and sometimes we have changed. Hallelujah. It's not even that the circumstances change, but we've changed, and now we have more faith. See, that's what we need. Hallelujah. We need more faith. Hallelujah. And if we have more faith, glory to God, a whole bunch of things will change because then we, hallelujah, can call things that be not as though they were and believe it. Because sometimes we're calling things that be not as though they were, and then the next day we're calling things like they really are. Come on. And so you're going back and forth, and you're wondering. It's just like uh, when you're on the, uh, the beach and, you know, you have your children and you're making them sandcastles. Come on now. Somehow you work so hard. It'd be almost all day trying to get this thing together. And here come one kid, not paying no attention, and just kick everything down. And you're looking like, for real? We worked so hard on this. Well, then you got to start all over again. Well, it's the same thing in the spirit realm. You're building up, you know, things good. You're talking right. You're watering it, hallelujah, with prayer. And, and, and you're watering it with your gifts uh, to the Lord, hallelujah, uh, giving to people and, and ministries and and, 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 you know, doing what you're supposed to do, you're forgiving, you're making it nice. And then here comes, hallelujah, uh, the enemy. Now, for real, <laughs> you really believe that that's going to happen? Or here comes Sister Mind, don't, don't mind her business calling you. You know what, I heard that um, uh, your husband was blah, blah, blah. I heard this about your kid. And here you've been confessing and praying that things were getting better in your relationship. Things are getting better with your children. You're just going to keep uh, believing God. And here comes somebody with something that, poop trying to knock it down. And so you can take the bait. Come on now. You can be offended, glory to God, and then start speaking some dumb stuff, hallelujah, over your situation. Or you, glory to God, can be hallelujah, like Jesus when they accused him and told him things, hallelujah, even at the court of Sanhedrin when they were trying to, you know, getting ready to crucify him. The Bible said he didn't say a mumbling word. Hallelujah. And so if you don't have something like our old folks used to tell us, and you don't have nothing nice to say, um, Mary, don't say nothing. Amen. And so we're learning that, glory to God. We're grateful, hallelujah, that God is teaching us. We're going to keep on watering, and we're going to ask for more faith so that we can believe like Abraham, our father, hope against hope and faith against faith. Who believed? Now, how he going to still be believing, glory to God, for a child? Mm-hmm. After him and Sarah done messed up, glory to God, well, really with Sarah, but he went along with it. Come on now. And then still believing to have a, a, a son. And guess what? He did. Glory to God. Remember at one point when uh, uh, they was going to speak wrong, uh, same thing, and uh, uh, Zacharias would, um, 
uh, what's the lady's name, Elizabeth, you know, uh, he wasn't believing that John was going to be born. And God shut his mouth, didn't he? Glory to God. And God will do that. And so now let's ask God to put a, a watch over our mouth so that we can speak faith, so that we, how we can have the things that he has for us. Don't let nobody, hallelujah, uh, make you feel uh, after God has told you something. Come on now. And you know that he spoke to you. You wrote it down 49 times, hallelujah, because he gave you confirmation because sometimes you had to go back to him. It's all right to ask the Lord. Lord, I just want to make sure that I heard from you. He's, the Bible says that Jesus would write the vision, not Jesus, God the Father, Jehovah, would write the vision and make it plain. Glory to God. And that it would, uh, it might tarry, but it does speak, hallelujah, and it won't lie. And so it's okay to make sure that the vision came from the Lord. Because we have seducing spirits out here that sometimes try to tell us something, hallelujah, and it's not of God. Glory to God. So once you know that you know God done told you, gave you scriptures to back it up, that is him. Stand on that, and don't let anybody come along and, and try to, you know, uh, make you feel, oh, nah, God didn't say that. No, trust him. Stand on his word. Believe him. And then be grateful for what you do have. Paul said, I know how, we, how it was, uh, I was uh uh, to be, I was content in whatever state I've been in. I know how to be a base. Come on. And I know how to abound. We can't just wait until we abound to be thank you. No. Even in the low state, even in the little, hallelujah, we become faithful over small things. Then God makes us ruler over many. And we got to watch what we're saying because we're not children anymore. I don't have any children on the line anymore. Isn't that something? I have some people that are new on the line, but they're not new in Christ. And then I have some true that are different places, but even our um, baby Sadia, look at her, growing up, <laughs> getting murdered, glory to God, hallelujah, so we all growing up, so we got to take off these um, huggies, come on now, and put on our big girl panties and our big boy boxers, hallelujah, be mature in Christ, and be grateful, even when uh, it seems like people are thinking, you're grateful for living in, you know, that, or you're grateful in this situation, you know, your body's not even healed yet, what you grateful about? I'm grateful because I'm still here, glory to God, and as long as there's life, there's hope, hallelujah, and God can touch my body at any time, and everything can change, or a cure can come along, whatever the thing is, I'm here, and so I'm grateful for that. I might not have all the money that I need, but I'm still here. I'm surviving. I ate yesterday, and I'm going to eat tomorrow. Hallelujah. Uh, my kids are getting on my reserve nerve, but they're still alive. Hallelujah. And as long as they're alive, glory to God, there's hope. And so that's why this morning uh, we're grateful. That's why all day today, hallelujah, uh, we're going to be on the line three times. Mm-hmm. Telling them thank you. Even I know the enemy mad, like, really? They back on the line? Hallelujah. Again? Oh, yeah. We try to get them to shut up. No, we're not. We're not going to be quiet. We're not going to get off the wall. We're going to keep telling our Father thank you because we love him and we appreciate him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Joyce is talking about celebrate life. Hallelujah. Come on, Joyce. Now we're getting on the uh, same page. Mm Mm-hmm. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. John 10 and 10. You hear what your father said about you and me? That's what he came for. And we just, hallelujah, do it his way. Come on now and watch what we're saying and watch what we're speaking. Hallelujah. Then we can have the abundance of life. 
Hallelujah. And we're going to enjoy our lives. Yes, we are. That is our goal. We're going to live life on this side and be okay. And then we're going to have even a better life on the other side. Glory to God. Because we know the one uh, who loves us so much that died for us to have this. Amen. Is it possible to live our lives blandly, going through the motions of working, accomplishing, doing, but to never truly enjoy life? This is true of unbelievers as well as believers who have not learned to enjoy the life God has given them. Jesus gave us life so we can derive pleasure from being alive, not just so we can go through the motions until he comes back for us or takes us home, and we've all been there. Hallelujah. I must confess, I've been there many times. I was there recently. Some of y'all are there right now. Just, Lord, come on now. Help me to get through this day. Phew, I got through this day. Now help me to get through the next day. Uh, come on, Lord. Just come and get at me and take me home. And that's what the enemy wants us to live like that. He's like, look at you. Your daddy died. Come on now. For you to have an abundant life and you're still not enjoying your life. Uh, you're still complaining and murmuring about everything. And he thinks it's funny. And, he, you know, because he hates us and he hates the one that loves us. Mm. We need to learn how to celebrate in God's joy, to live life to the full. Enjoying life is a decision. That's not based on enjoyable circumstances. Didn't I just say that? It's an attitude of the heart, a decision to enjoy everything because everything, even little, seemingly insignificant things, has a part in God's overall big picture. Doubt and unbelief are thieves of joy, but simple childlike believing releases the joy that's resonant in our spirit because the Holy Spirit lives there. As we believe that it's God's will for us to experience continual joy, we will discover a power that lifts us above our life circumstances. We will be free to leave our problems in God's hands while we enjoy his blessings. You know, I loved Heidi Baker, uh, the book when we read that, and it taught us a lot about a lot of spiritual things and, and getting our hearts right and, and how we looked at things and how we, we learned how to humble ourselves. But this uh, Joyce, uh, Joyce's book, Glory to God, it's teaching us some practical things. Come on now. It's giving us some life experiences, how we get ourselves better in the natural, too. That's what I like about Joyce, because we're a triune being. Uh, we're mind, body, and spirit. Hallelujah. And so, uh, I'm sorry, we're spirit. Um, uh, we're body, and we're spirit. And with something else. <laughs> okay, I can't tell a story. I was up for midnight crying. I got up very late this morning. She's tired. But with three parts. And see, the thing about Joyce is she's teaching us how to be that the body part. She's teaching us how to uh, deal with our bodies, glory to God. Uh, just like our missionary card, she's teaching us what to eat, what not to eat. Not just to go on the Daniel fast and then, okay, after the fast is over, we eat, you know, what we want to and we're killing ourselves. I listened to our Apostle Quina. I mentioned that last night as well, that we got to take care of ourselves so that we can live a, a long and a happy life, glory to God. And, yes, the uh, spiritual things, they're important. Hallelujah. Uh, and we got to get that right because we're going to live forever. But we can't forget about our natural lives. And that's what many of us as Christians we've done. We got one part right. Come on now. And then we forgot about the other part. 
You know, there's some of us, glory to God, that the Bible does say that uh, bodily exercise profited you little. But it's important that we do do exercise, even if it's just something small, glory to God. Even if it's just, you know, uh, just walking around the uh, block or walking through your house. Sometimes it's a bad, it's bad weather, uh, glory to God. Just sometimes you just got to walk up and down your steps or, or walk around your house. That's good exercise. Or even clean up these houses. Hallelujah. And sometimes you be tired after you finish cleaning up. That's exercise. Too. And so it's important that we get an equal balance. Hallelujah. The Bible says uh, an unequal balance is an abomination. Glory to God. And so, yes, some of us have one part of our lives. We're getting it together, but we're neglecting the rest of it. Come on now. And, it, I mean, you could be just so spiritually uh, astute and ready, but if your body's hurting, you don't really feel like praying. Tell the truth. Hallelujah. And so that means that the body needs to be right. Glory to God. Before I went to um, uh, the gathering, hallelujah, I was doing a lot more exercising than I'm doing now because I knew that I was going to need a wind. I knew I was going to need strength and endurance to pray for the people, to, to deal with uh, all the driving and this and that. Hallelujah. And so now I slacked off a little bit, and now I have less energy than I had then. So i got to pick back up the exercising. Hallelujah. Uh, glory to God. Because it's going to make it so that whatever uh, if God says, I need you to come do this or that, I'll have the strength. Same thing for many of you. As we're getting older, that's not the first thing we're trying to do, exercise. We're trying to rest. But you got to have rest. Come on. you got to have the exercise. you got to eat right. you got to eat this word. Hallelujah. Then, hallelujah, it's more, it's easy to enjoy your life when you're feeling better. And guess what? And, it, and I never understood it, but it's true. When you're exercising, those pheromones in your in your mind, it makes you happier. Hallelujah. You get up. Oh, I feel good now. Uh-huh. And so if you're feeling sad and oppressed, maybe just, you know, uh, do a little exercise. For me, a lot of time I'll just put on some um, uh, music and do a little dance. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. And after I finish dancing to the, you know, the gospel music or whatever kind of music that's playing at the time, usually it is gospel because, you know, that's about what's going on around here. But sometimes the kids out there playing <laughs> some things, too. They got a pretty good beat, glory to God. And you get up, start tapping your feet, and they thing you're like, hey, you're moving. And then you feel better, glory to God. We got to teach ourselves what to do. Hallelujah. And so then she says, her prayer is, Lord, I don't want to miss out on the fullness of joy that you have for me today. Help me to live life to the full and leave my problems in your care. Amen. So that's our goal today, too. Come on up. We're going to leave, live our lives. We're going to give our daddy praise. Glory to God. And as we praise him, we're going to feel better because we know he inhabits the praises of his people. And if you need joy, you already know. Uh, talk to him. Love on him. Sing to him. Worship him. And you'll come out with so much more joy, hallelujah, than before uh, you did those things. Amen. Our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all. We just want to say thank you. God, we thank you and we're grateful. Hallelujah. This is Thankful Thursday, but, Father, we're thankful every day. But on this day, hallelujah, we're going to target and we're going to remember to be thankful. We have so many circumstances all day long that we can be um unhappy and or, or ungrateful and yes we do we have so many times that we can uh, be offended and, 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 and disappointed but Father today just like our Joyce Meyer uh, just taught us we're going to leave all those things in your hands yes we are 
Hallelujah. We sang the song a couple of days ago about Kirk Franklin, you know, my life is in your hands. And some of us, we meant it when we heard it that day. And, and then, you know, uh, things happened and uh, we started worrying or complaining again. But hallelujah, we're back on right track today. Yes, we are. We put it in reverse and we're back on track. And today we're going to look to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. And we're going to tell you, thank you. We're going to tell you thank you because you don't have to do anything, but you do it because you love us. And we appreciate you, and we appreciate all the ways that you make, all the times you've touched us, all the times you've gotten in and fixed things for us, even when it was our own fault. Hallelujah. And even when it wasn't our fault, we just thank you. Teach us, Father God, how to be a thankful people, glory to God, to give you praise and honor and glory because you're deserving. Father, please don't forget Jerusalem, Lord. You told us to pray for her every day. Bless her with peace. Don't forget your people all around this world. Father, I'm asking especially for your leaders. We're weary, my, my, my. Hallelujah. Many of us are tired because it's been a long year. But, Father, I think that you would refresh and revive and renew, Father God, your fivefold ministry, your children everywhere, especially your intercessors who are standing in the gap, Father God, and taking hits for others. God, please don't forget us. I'm asking this in the name of Jesus the Christ, and I'm calling it done. Amen and amen. So I'll see you guys in a little while. Come on, get on uh, Thankful Thursday. I'm pretty sure the way it's looking, it's going to be apostle praying this morning. Hallelujah. Ah, <laughs> ah, glory to God. Pray that people would be a yay or a yay and a nay or a nay, and don't be so, ah, my, my, my. But guess what? Thank God. As a leader, I know how to get in and do what I have to do. Glory to God. If nobody else does, hallelujah, I will be there. I love you. Talk to you later. God bless you.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.